The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must take America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must take America back as liberty weeps, our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Tuesday, August 1st, 2023 edition of the National Intel Report. I am your host for this Tuesday, as always, Michael Herzog, and I will be with you for the next two hours. Now, the title of this evening's broadcast, Deflating the Scam, with some help from the great I Am. Now, before I dive into that specific report, I'm going to take a couple of minutes and touch on a few stories that are, well, currently trending in sort of a spirit of Michael Rivero type delivery. And thank you and, uh, to Peter in L.A. for these little tidbits. Now, first, you've heard me ask in the past what happened to Gonzalo Lira. Gonzalo lived in uh, Ukraine. He's a Chilean citizen with dual citizenship with the United States, and he was arrested by Ukrainian authorities on May the 1st, 2023. He just disappeared. They showed up, they arrested him, and they arrested him for posting his war observations on uh, uh, social media regarding the Ukraine-Russian conflict. Now, his full video is posted on the RBN website, um, he explains the entire thing. I'm not going to explain the entire thing. You can go watch it at your leisure. But he's out on bail. And as he released that video, he released it. The timing was just perfect because as he released the video, he was just getting ready to try to get over the border to Hungary to plead for asylum. As he is, according to what he testified in this video, he is due in court tomorrow in Ukraine. And has been told by numerous people that if he appears, they will convict him, sort of like the courts that we see going on here in the, in the United States. They will convict him and sentence him to five to eight years in a Ukraine work camp. Now, he gives us all a message that if we don't hear from him again, if he does not post another video, that means, folks, that he didn't make it. He's going to try to get over the border with his passport, and he's got his fingers crossed, hoping that they don't detain him and send him back to the Ukraine government. So let's keep our fingers crossed for Gonzalo Lira. Now, there's that. 
Um, the next one up, House Judiciary Committee members call on lawmakers to return to Washington. Oh, really? Why is that? Well, the reason they're calling on the emergency return to Washington is that over the weekend, and I'm sure you've probably heard this, that our buddy, Moshe Garfinkel, Merrick Garland, tried to get a judge overseeing an unrelated case regarding Devin Archer, who, by the way, did testify yesterday. I'm going to get to that in a minute. He he sent him a letter, actually two letters over the weekend, uh, this judge overseeing an unrelated case regarding Devin Archer to order him to report to prison for his pending sentence before he was able to testify. Well, evidently that didn't happen because Devin Archer testified yesterday. And, uh, well, he evidently, according to who you listen to, he evidently did not affirm that he heard any conversations between Joe and Hunter regarding business. Hmm. Again, that's according to who you listen to. Um, I read that he did affirm that Hunter called Joe, his daddy, at least 20 times during dinner engagements that Hunter was having with these business associates, whether it be Chinese, Ukrainian, whatever, that Hunter was receiving financial wire transfers from. Uh was it more damning evidence? I mean, the evidence is already piled up, but I mean, was it even more? Well, it depends on who's telling you. According to Congressman James Comer, who's overseeing the committee, as you know, Archer gave credible information confirming the bank records that are already in position and torpedoing the lie that Joe Biden never had any contact with Hunter's business partners. Now, on the other hand, if you listen to Democratic Congressman Goldman describe Archer's testimony, who, by the way, was present uh, during the testimony, he characterizes Archer's testimony as worthless because those 20 plus times that Hunter was having dinner with the financiers, he'd call his dad, put him on the speakerphone. And according to Congressman Goldman, Joe would say, hi talk about the weather, or some non-related business subject matter. Now picture that for a moment. You're out to dinner, you're, you're discussing a multi-billion, million-dollar contract, or maybe a billion-dollar contract. People are wire-transferring you millions of dollars, and you're just in the middle of this dinner with all these people sitting around. You're going to put your father on speakerphone and say, Hi, Dad, how you doing? Let me introduce you to uh, uh, Chairman Wu, this and that, and the other thing. Okay, and Joe responds with, Hi, guys, how's the weather? How's the family? Mm-hmm. I see. Right. So is there, there's that. Now, in addition, we find that Archer also testified, and this is according to the Gateway Pundit, that Joe Biden met with that Moscow mayor's wife in Georgetown. Remember that a few years ago? She then wired, after she met with Joe Biden, she wired that $3.5 to Hunter. And then... Joe Biden kept her off of a sanctions list. Now, that's out of the gateway pundit as well, folks. Thank you again to Peter and L.A. for that. And then there's this. The Democrat lies come crashing down. 
The headline, for years, the lying Democrats, the deep state and their fake news told us that Trump was Putin's puppet. Well, folks, today we found out it was Joe Biden. Uh, Let's see. It says here, the second set of documents exposed in the outlandish New York Times story that the Trump team had repeated contacts with senior Russian intelligence officials. Now, remember, it was in July, I believe it was in 2020. Oh, excuse me. No, I'm sorry. um, 2018. Remember that this Russian collusion team, this team of reporters, got a Pulitzer Prize for national reporting from Columbia University President Lee Bollinger. All right. And that included, you know, that that one that famous reporter that never said no, never tells a lie. Maggie Haberman. You also have Lee Bollinger, Joe Becker, Matt Apuzo, Tom Hamburger, Rosalind Helderman, Ellen Nakashima, Adam Intops, Mark Mazet, uh, Greg Miller, all these people got a Pulitzer Prize for their amazing reporting on the Russian collusion that turned out to be a lie. So it was in May of 22 that we we found out that it was Hillary Clinton's campaign that was behind the entire Russia-Trump collusion hoax. And we found this out because her former campaign manager, manager Robbie Mook, said so under oath during the, uh, the Sussman trial. So the New York Times, along with the Washington Post, later won Pulitzer Prizes for their junk uh, Trump-Russia collusion reporting that was later confirmed to be factually inaccurate and a complete fraud. But did they take the Pulitzer Prize away from him? Oh, no, they've still got it. <laughs> Remember my show last week? Upside down, inside out. Okay, you know, up is down, left is right. You know, the sky is green. <laughs> I mean, I mean, seriously, when does this end? When do we get a break from this? I'm not done yet. Before I get into the meat of my report, here's the coup de grace. All right. Now, hold on to your seats for this, folks, because if this doesn't tell you where we're at in this country, well, you might as well go out and join the left wing libtards that, you know, have the masks on and the the helmets. And, and, you know, they're they're afraid that there's a, a virus lurking around every corner of every building. So the coup de grace. Now, again, if this does not convince you that we are now being ruled, not by Republicans or Democrats, but rather by the Uniparty. As there was an amendment that Marjorie Taylor Greene submitted in Bill H.R. 4366. And in that bill, it would strip more than $73 million in NATO funding. Because she had suggested that instead, instead of this money being flushed down the toilet to NATO, who's, by by the way, so incompetent they couldn't fight a war if their life depended on it, she had uh, suggested that instead the funds be used for, well, much more conservative, constructive efforts, such as securing our own borders. Bingo! There's a plan, right? (laughs) Well, guess what? Her amendment failed by a vote of 38 to 347. And out of those 347, 137 of those no votes, (coughs) excuse me, were Republicans. Now, I have to assume that those 38 that voted yes 
are the only ones left in both sides of Congress that actually care at all about the safety of the American people. And if you do the math, folks, that's less than 10% of the entire House of Representatives. I would say that puts us in deep trouble if we don't reverse this. Now, that's my spirit of Michael Rivero for the day. Let's move on. I'm going to get into the meat of my report now. As you may recall, my mentioning in a previous broadcast that while driving my Ubermobile, I accidentally discovered what I'll refer to as an illegal immigrant induction center. It's an intake facility destination where these immigrants, sick refugees, they call themselves refugees, people from many countries all around the world, are arriving by numerous busloads on a daily basis. I've witnessed this personally, folks. That uh, place that I witnessed it just happened to be the gymnasium for the Tucson Juvenile Hall. Now, since that time, and because of my ongoing Uber endeavors, I have discovered two more such facilities here in Tucson, temporarily housing incoming illegals. Now, you may, I may have said this in the past. I'm not sure if I did. I apologize, but I'm going to repeat it. Out of my curiosity, when, when I first discovered this, I went into, I dropped these two, I think they were Hispanics. They were, I don't know whether they're Mexicans or Colombians, whatever they were. I spoke more Spanish than they did English. And my, I, I speak muy poquito Spanish, very little. The day after I dropped those guys off, it was about 9 o'clock at night, I went into the juvenile hall Saturday morning. I found the administrator, and I began to question her regarding the activities of that particular establishment. And in that discussion, she mentioned to me that, well, it was simply a temporary induction where they receive the immigrants, they they document them, they, they correlate them, and they ship them off to, quote, sponsors all over the United States. And the transportation and the food and the lodging and the medical treatment is all being covered by the American taxpayer. Now, before I could question her further, and it looked like she was beating with sweat, thank God she was anxious as she could be to get away from me, because I was very polite. But before I could question her further, a busload of illegals pulled up at the door, and around 50 people got off, women, children, men. And the administrator then excused herself from the conversation and proceeded to welcome and address the incomers in in a friendly Spanish indoctrination. Now, again, I don't understand Spanish, so I was unaware of what she said to these people. But at the time, I thought it strange that in knowing the numbers of the influx of illegals invading our country, that there would be or or even could be such a vast number of Americans that would choose to, quote, sponsor these people. Because going through the sponsorship process myself, personally, many years ago with my then Scottish wife, if some of you may remember I was married to a Scottish lady, she was not, she wasn't an American, um, and she had children 
young children that were here as well. And I recall what an expensive, time-consuming, inconvenient, intrusive, stressful process that it was, along with filling out pages of answers to bureaucratic questions, along with providing documents, etc. This was all a part of the process the government uses to, quote, vet a sponsor making such an application. Now, again, firsthand, immigration is a slow process, and it takes time. Ask any American that has applied to get a fiancé visa for a foreign wife or, or, or a foreign fiancé, which is why, especially in this highly inflationary economy with millions struggling just to survive, the administrator's answer to my question held the, shall I say, smell of deception behind it. Add to it that, by her admission, these immigrants, their stay at the induction center was very brief. According to her, it was less than 72 hours, and they were sent to meet their sponsors within just two or three days. Now, somewhere, somehow, someone in government obviously decided to ignore normal procedure. Hmm. I, I just wonder who that might be. And then, a few weeks ago, in the lead-up to the release of the movie Sound of Freedom, I listened to an interview where the actor, Jim Caviezel, referred to a whistleblower that gave recent testimony on this child trafficking issue in the ongoing congressional investigations that, you know, are going on right now. And if you go on YouTube, you can watch clips of them, you know, just grilling the heck. I'm going to share a couple with you. Uh, grilling the heck out of uh, people. Mayorkas, you know. <laughs> oh, there's a, there's a character for you. Anyway, this lady's name that Jim Caviezel mentioned was Tara Lee Rodas. Took me a while to find her because he, he didn't mention her first name or, or her middle name. He just he just mentioned Rodas. So it took me a couple weeks before I could figure it out, and I found it. I ran across her. Okay. In that congressional testimony, she allu alluded to a figure, which I've reported before. I know you guys know this, of eighty-five thousand missing immigrant children by the government's own records. That's what the government supposedly knows about. Eighty-five thousand children in one year. Okay, multiply that times since Joe Biden's been in office. So what I'm going to share with you now is Tara Lee Rodas testimony before the Congressional Committee. <coughs> Excuse me. And it's also posted on the RBN website because, folks, I'm connecting. I'm connecting the dots here. No, go ahead. Uh, you want to? If you have, uh, 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 let's skip the break, uh, Julie. And I'll have you play the clip because this clip is about six minutes long. But but I want you to, folks. I want you to hear this in its entirety. Thank you, Julie. I appreciate that. Um, I was looking forward to that lead-in music because you know you always surprise me, Julie. But we'll just skip this one um, for the sake of uh, getting this all in in one in, in, in you know one go. Uh, so anyway. What I'm going to share with you now is Tara Lee Rodas' testimony before the Congressional Committee, okay? 
So go ahead, uh, Julie, and play clip one. Our final witness is uh, Ms. Rodas, who's recognized for five minutes. Good afternoon, Chairman McClintock, Ranking Member Japal, and distinguished members of the committee. It is an honor to be here. I thank you for the invitation to share my testimony. My goal is to inspire action to safeguard the lives of migrant children, including the staggering 85,000 that are missing. Today, children will work overnight shifts at slaughterhouses, factories, restaurants to pay their debts to smugglers and traffickers. Today, children will be sold for sex. Today, children will call a hotline to report they are being abused, neglected, and trafficked, and we don't know if they're going to get the help they need. For nearly a decade, unaccompanied children have been suffering in the shadows, and I have to confess I knew nothing about their suffering until 2021 when I volunteered to help the Biden administration with the crisis at the southern border. As part of Operation Artemis, I was deployed to the Pomona Fairplex Emergency Intake Site in California to help HHS, Office of Refugee Resettlement, reunite children with sponsors in the United States. I thought I was going to help place children in loving homes. Instead, I discovered that children are being trafficked through a sophisticated network that begins with recruiting in home country, smuggling to the U.S. border, and ends when ORR delivers a child to a sponsor. Some sponsors are criminals and traffickers and members of transnational criminal organizations. Some sponsors view children as commodities and assets to be used for earning income. This is why we are witnessing an explosion of labor trafficking. Now, whether it's intentional or not, it could be argued that the United States government has become the middleman in a large-scale, multi-billion-dollar child trafficking operation that is run by bad actors seeking to profit off of the lives of children. As for me, my interest is the safety of the children. I do not view this as a political issue. I view this as a humanitarian issue. I assure you, my motives are the highest and best. I want the children protected. So I want to tell you some of what I witnessed personally at the Pomona Fairplex. I saw vulnerable indigenous children from Guatemala who speak Mayan dialects and cannot speak Spanish. That means they cannot ask for help in English. They cannot help for, ask for help in Spanish. They become captives of their sponsors. I have sat with case managers as they've cried to tell me the horror of what has happened to children as they make the journey to this country. I saw apartment buildings where 20, 30, and 40 unaccompanied minors have been released. I saw sponsors trying to simultaneously sponsor children from multiple ORR sites at one time. I saw sponsors using multiple addresses to obtain sponsorships of children. And I saw numerous cases of children in debt bondage, and the child knew they had to stay with the sponsor until the debt was paid. Realizing that we were not offering the children the American dream, but instead putting them in modern-day slavery with wicked overlords was a terrible revelation. A terrible revelation. These children are a captive victim population with no access to law enforcement or knowledge of their rights. They are extorted, abused, neglected, 
and that is why I blew the whistle in 2021. I witnessed firsthand the horrors of child trafficking and exploitation. My life will never be the same after what I saw, but I have hope because I'm counting on you. It's my hope that you'll take action to end this crisis, to safeguard the lives of, most of these vulnerable children. People have asked me, you know, what can be done? What would you suggest? Well, first, I think HHS's number one priority is oversight. They must commit to oversight, transparency, and accountability. If I could wave a magic wand, this, I believe, could be quickly solved by experts in the IG community. There is a Pandemic Analytics Center of Excellence, or the PACE, as we call it. I believe if data analysts at the PACE could look at the data, children could be rescued, criminals could be prosecuted. If the PACE had access to this data, it shows where the children are and who has them. I think also we need to change the culture of speed over safety. Speed is the wrong performance measure when dealing with children. We need to revamp the vetting process of sponsors and have case managers who have investigative backgrounds, data analytics backgrounds, some certified fraud examiners. And I think we need to reimagine a system where the sponsor is the accountable party. Sponsors should be required to report to ORR. And lastly, stop retaliating against whistleblowers. Stop retaliating against the people who are trying to tell the truth to save the children. As it is written, a wise man listens to advice while a fool continues in his folly, and HHS needs to be wise to care for these children. Thank, thank you very much. Your, your time has expired. The sponsors, folks, okay? And I, I, I remind you, okay, when I went through this with my then Scottish wife, and it went on the whole time that I was uh, married to her, all right, they, they, they documented me with a, with, with a, I mean, a, a, a literal encyclopedia colonoscopy, if you will. All right, I mean, the, 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 the litany of paperwork never stopped. Why is it not going on here? But listen. This lady, Tara Lee Rojas, up until 2021, she knew nothing of this until she volunteered to help, yes, the Biden administration regarding this southern border crisis. And she was deployed to the Pomona, Pomona California, what they call emergency intake site. What is a nice description for an induction center? But emergency. See, they're all refugees, folks. I've got I've got the dots pretty well connected now. All right. Because they're schooled on this. The California emergency and they're schooled on, you know, tell them that you're, you're claiming asylum. You're a refugee. Not an immigrant, not an illegal, not an undocumented. You're a refugee. It's a nice description. This emergency intake site is a nice description for an induction center, just like these three that I found in Tucson and one up in Benson, 40 miles east of here. So to help the HHS Office of Refugee Resettlement assist the children reunite with, reunite with sponsors. Folks, they've never met these people. Reunite with sponsors here in the United States. They've never met the people that are sponsoring them. 
And according to Michael Yon, for those of you who haven't heard of him, he's this former military guy, Greenberry, that is an investigative journalist, and he goes all over the world. He's been down to Panama, filled this. He's been in those camps in Panama several times and has documented film footage. The U.N. is providing maps. They're providing rape kits, and they're providing instructions to these immigrants to all claim that they're refugees. And this starts south of the Darien Gap. Um, it starts in uh, Colombia. Okay. Hmm. Colombia, cartel, Sinaloa. All right. Are, are, are you starting to get it yet, folks? Now, though Tara Lee Rhodes thought she was helping, she discovered that these children were being trafficked through a sophisticated network that begins with recruiting in the home country, smuggling them up to the U.S. border. Now, we know what happens, okay? They go through the Darien Gap. They're provided with the maps. They're provided with the rape kits. They're given instructions. They, they go through. They take their life in their hands when they go through the Darien Gap, all right? Um, now, they have no idea who the sponsor is until they are delivered. Got a break. We'll be back in three. I'll continue with this. Michael Herzog, National Intel Report. Stick around. More to come. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try Hemp Paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at RepublicBroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN. Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung Kay, and I am currently the lead Shiloji hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shiloji Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shiloji as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilajit by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. 
Shioji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shioji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. We're back with the National Intel Report. I'm going to continue with this. Now, I want to I want to interject here that I've run across three of these sites here in Tucson, and I can tell you that they're, they're secret. They don't want people to know about it. That's why they put it, one of them in the gymnasium of the juvenile hall. The second one I, I, I uncovered was uh, a great big building about four times, five times the size of that gymnasium. It had a cyclone fence all the way around it with covering on the uh, inside of the cyclone fence so you couldn't see in with a locked gate. You could not get in there unless you were part of the uh, whatever was going on. The only reason I was able to access it is because I had a passenger in the back of my Ubermobile that worked there. And uh, she was able to get out, yell at the guy, they controlled the gate, they opened the gate and went in, and I found the same thing as they were doing at Juvenile Hall. But what's happening here is that, as she said in her testimony, there's multiple sites, multiple addresses that these these supposed sponsors are are giving to these induction centers, multiple addresses, multiple uh, people, and Obviously, there's no vetting going on because, as I said, I, I did this personally, and I know what it takes to vet somebody, and it takes a long time and a lot of paperwork. So somebody somewhere at the top is allowing this, and I have my suspicions of who it is, and I will get to that. But these immigrants, folks, have no idea, no idea what they are getting into. Now, again, the children have no idea, or the women have no idea. The military-aged men over 18, that's another story. They don't need a sponsor as a rule. They just process them, let them go. Okay? But the women and the children, okay, 
They have no idea who their sponsor is until they get here. Bingo! Surprise! It could be a criminal, could be a trafficker, could be a member of a transnational criminal organization because these induction centers don't vet them. Some use the children as commodities and assets to be used for income, and I will add, some of these sponsors could be and likely are pedophiles and or Satanists looking for child sacrifice victims. Think about about that 85,000 that's missing, folks, or for, dare I say it, organ harvesting. The human body is worth well over a million dollars in body parts, liver, kidneys, eyes, blah, 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 blah. And Tara goes on to say... Whether this is intentional or not, and I lean towards it's intentional, folks, the U.S. government has become the middleman. Intentional or not, they're the middleman in a large-scale, multi-billion dollar child trafficking operation that is run by bad actors. And I'll tell you, going back to that lady that I tried to interview, that lady couldn't wait to get away from me. It just stunk, folks, to high heaven. So this operation is being run by bad actors compartmentalized, I'm sure, seeking to profit off the lives of children. Now, folks, this video is posted in its entirety on the RBN website, and I encourage you at your leisure to go watch it. As Tara goes on to tell you of the the horrors that she has personally witnessed as a volunteer on that site. But now, let me say that after watching this video, the penny dropped. The light bulb went off, if you will. Because of her testimony. And the puzzle pieces came together even more so than they already were. And I'm not going to be as nice as Tara. As I'm going to give you a few reasons to ponder. As to why I believe that this is indeed intentional. If there were any empathy for humanity at all. This administration, this current administration that we just heard Devin, well, we didn't hear him, but we, we heard the results of the Devin Archer testimony, Tony Bobolinsky, the, the, the just disgusting corruption of this administration and all their minions. This administration, if they were empathetic and if they had any integrity, would shut this down immediately. Instead, instead, they shuck and jive and they song and dance and they lie repeatedly about the crisis while thousands of people on both sides of the border are raped, robbed, kidnapped, and killed. I'm talking about Americans, too, with this influx of fentanyl coming in here, folks. And I believe, I firmly believe, they don't care because they are complicit. And just like I saw, I I mentioned earlier about that vote, 38 people, it was 37, 38 people, actually voted in favor of that amendment of Marjorie Taylor Greene. The rest of them said no. Okay? What does that tell you? Their palms are being greased. That's what it tells me. They don't care because they're complicit. And just like they don't care how many Ukraine soldiers are sacrificed in the meat grinder, over 300,000 and counting, while, while they continue to receive their kickbacks of their portion of countless billions of taxpayer dollars and laugh at us all while their puppet Merrick Garland absolves Sam Bankman Freed, second largest Democratic uh, donor next to George Soros, by the way, of any criminal liability for stealing tens of millions of dollars and spreading it through the Democratic Party. Hello? Hello? Bingo? Anybody out there? Am I the only one? But think about this. If you were the leader of a country 
and had a and had a had made a deal with the cartel, you know, a cut of the action. Well, we'll we'll let you do it as long as we get our cut. To make certain that that conveyor belt of victims continued to pour across the border, and by the way, these people in office here in Arizona, they are complicit, folks. Katie Hobbs and uh, what's his name? Uh, oh God, that the the the. the uh, um, uh, he was the recorder. Oh, uh, can't even think of his name right now. Got promoted to Secretary of State. Okay, these people are all, and the judges are involved in it as well. Okay, if you were the leader of a country and had made a deal with a cartel to make certain that the conveyor belt of victims continued to pour across the border, to be controlled, to to be enslaved, to be sexually abused, to be tortured, to be sacrificed, to have their organs harvested. A smorgasbord of, of, of young girls, young women, and boys to entertain the pedophiles. An overabundance of young bodies for the supply. If you had any of those proclivities, which we're pretty sure that our own president does, as he's sniffing little girls' hair and biting him on the back. Have you seen that video clip? It's disgusting. Who would you appoint to a position of oversight in this but a person of like mind with the same agenda? Remember, okay, they appoint these cabinet members. We don't vote for them. They're appointed. And, oh, yeah, they go through this congressional song of dance, blah, blah, blah. But if the Congress, like I just said with Marjorie, if they're complicit in it, if they're getting kickbacks from it, if some of them are pedophiles, which we know that we, we suspect that a lot of them are, okay, wouldn't they send them right on through? Enter Alejandro Mayorkas. Now, there's another video posted on the RBN website of Senator Ted Cruz grilling Alejandro Mayorkas on several of these border issues. And in that video, not once did Mayorkas answer a yes or no question. Not once. He did the same when he was questioned by Matt Gates, by Josh Holliday, by, by John Kennedy, he never answered a straight yes or no question with any of those representatives. And by the way, they were pretty pointed questions, folks. But one part of that interrogation I'm going to play as it shows either the complete incompetence of this idiot or the lying complicity of this maggot. Now, I want you to listen to this. It's only a minute and 40 seconds. Pay close attention to what they're talking about. Go ahead and pay, play clip two, Julie. These wristbands. I don't know what they are. You Senator. don't know what they are. Mr. Secretary, you have just testified to the American people you're incompetent at your job because I've been to the southern border. And if you go to the southern border, along the southern border, you see thousands of these wristbands because the illegal immigrants wear them. The drug cartels, every color corresponds to how many thousands of dollars they owe the cartels. You have turned these cartels into multi-billion dollar criminal organizations. And these are modern day leg irons because these are children being sold into sex slavery and you don't even know what they are that is astonishing 
Mr. Secretary, how many children have been sold into sex slavery under your administration? Senator, we are taking it to the cartel. How many children have been sold into sex slavery? In an Do you know how many children have been sold into sex slavery? To an unprecedented degree. Mr. Secretary, I want to say to you right now, it is your behavior is disgraceful, and the deaths the children assaulted, the children raped, they are at your feet, and if you had integrity, you would resign. And I will tell you, the men and women of the Border Patrol, they've never had a political leader undermine them. They despise you, Mr. Secretary, because you're willing to let children be raped to follow political orders. This is a crisis. It's a disgrace. And you won't even admit this human tragedy is a crisis. Hmm. Claiming one minute chairman time, Mr. Secretary, would you like to respond to any of those questions? What the senator said was revolting. I'm not going to address it. Yeah, of course you're not going to address it. You're not going to address it because you're guilty of it. <laughs> well, ask yourself the question, folks. Why would you allow – you know this is going on. You know there's close to 100,000 people that overdosed in this country alone that died of overdoses of fentanyl that's coming in through in this country. Okay, you know these people are getting raped because our taxpayer dollars are giving it to the U.N. to give these people rape kits going through the Darien Gap. And the, Oh, by the way, and those wristbands, folks – that Ted Cruz confronted him about, those wristbands tell the cartels how much money each immigrant owes them and how it is to be paid. They're, they're color-coded, okay? Put a yellow one on this guy. Oh, this guy's going to sell a fentanyl. You put a, a, a red one on this guy. Oh, this guy's going to be uh, uh, passed off to a, to a pedophile. Put a, put a, a blue one on, on, on the woman that's in her 30s, 35. She's going to be gang-raped by God knows who. And you're telling me that these people in this administration and these people that are running these induction centers aren't aware of this? This one little wristband is not only tied around the victim's wrist, but it codes the message to the administrators at the domestic induction centers of which sponsor to place them. And I'm sure there's an overabundance of these sponsors. They're putting, they're using social media to put this stuff out here. And, you know, the pedophiles are coming out of the woodwork. The labor has a color. The drug trafficker has a color. The sex trafficking has a color. That's three. Ted Cruz showed Mayorkas five colors. The question is, are the other two sacrificed after organ harvesting and sucking their adrenochrome? Oh. Man, am I off base here? I don't think so. We got a man in charge of Homeland Security that is clueless as to what these wristbands mean. Are you kidding me? We've got a governor here in Arizona. We've got an attorney general here in Arizona. And we've got a secretary of state at the state level and a Democratic mayor here in Tucson, the local level, all of whom are aware of at least three different induction facilities that I personally have found, folks. I've uncovered them. They didn't tell me where they were. I stumbled across them. Thank God I'm an Uber driver. I stumbled across them by accident, funneling thousands of these immigrants through the system and are overseeing the placement to unvetted, shady, questionable sponsors throughout our country in every nook and cranny in every town in uh, on a street near you. Now you tell me they aren't involved and don't know what's going on. You wonder why the election in Arizona was fraudulent. 
You wonder why Carrie Lake lost the election. You wonder why all of the judges threw out her cases. Because they're involved. Not necessarily directly involved, but financially they're involved. They're getting paid off, or they're, they're being threatened, or they're intimidated, or they're, they're compromised. And here's the sad part, folks. This, again, with one of their multifaceted plans, ties in to population reduction. And we know that these monsters don't care, and they want to call the planet. We know that. They are propagandizing millions of people from all over the globe with the promise of a better life. Land of the free America, the shining beacon of freedom. And these people, these poor people, most of them, not all of them, these military age men, I think they've got another plan for them. But these women and children, these people are clueless of what they are walking into, only thinking that they are going to have a better life than what they currently have. Surprise! Offering them free health care, enticing them. Yes, we're going to give you free health care. We're going to give you free transportation. We're going to give you free housing. We're going to give you free UBT cards. I've witnessed it personally, folks. All on the back of anybody out there that's paying taxes to these criminals. Oh, and guess what? It's working. They are taking the bait. And if it doesn't stop, soon we'll see this country erupt like what we are currently seeing in France and the UK. They are naively walking into their own slavery or worse. These poor people know nothing of what awaits them upon arrival. But wait, wait. What if they knew, folks? What if someone told them What if someone warned them of what awaits them? How many of them do you think might, well, turn around, give the wristband back and head home? What do you think the perpetrators of this scam would do if they found their victims were being enlightened to this peril? And I guarantee you, folks, this is what's going on. Okay, because I've connected. I haven't got all connected. I got most of them connected here all, all the way from beginning to end. All right. And I can guarantee you, I would bet every dime I own that this administration is colluding with these people and they're in they're they're in collusion with the cartels. The cooperation between the U.N. and the U.S. government in this migration issue is using American taxpayer dollars to provide these unsuspecting victims those maps those rape kits, those instruction manuals. They're schooling them on how to tell whoever they're, they're, they're running up against the Border Patrol or whatever that they're refugees. They want asylum. They're not immigrants. They're running from a country that's, that's, that's terrorizing them. Well, you know what, folks? An idea popped in my head. Oh, got a break. I'll tell you about my idea when we get back. Stick around. More to come. Keep your ears to the radio. Be right back.
Tahibo Tea Club's original pure pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. This is Elizabeth McCabe, a.k.a. Lucky One of Truth Frequency News. I wanted to tell you all about Extendivite from HeartDrop.com. Y'all know I check everything before I air it. When I heard about Extendivite on TFR, I went to HeartDrop.com and started my research. It's got cayenne. That's good for blood and circulation. It stimulates the blood flow. It's got garlic, which fights bacteria like antibiotics, and it lowers the cholesterol and blood pressure. It also has milk thistle, which is the best detox for liver. I couldn't wait to try it out, and I'm glad I did four months ago. And here's the obvious results. My hands and feet don't get cold anymore. The varicose veins have faded too. My wrists don't hurt after typing all day. Now I tell you all this because it's true and I want you to really live life. Try Extendivite. Go to heartdrop.com and order it. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply of either capsules or liquid. Call now. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. These people are being enticed, just like what happened when they were offering gifts and ball tickets and lottery tickets and hamburgers and drinks if you got a COVID jab. These people are being enticed to come here. So an idea pops in my head Saturday morning, folks, and I want you to call in in the second hour and tell me what you think of this, because honestly, I believe it to be of divine origin. 
Remember the title tonight, Deflating the Scam with Some Help from the Great I Am. I believe my idea was placed in my aging little brain deliberately by the great I Am. It had to be Jesus. I don't have that many creative brain cells left, folks, but think about this. What if, what if upon their arrival to the camps or wherever it is that they're approached by these people that are, you know, making the deals with them, you know, putting the wristbands on them, whatever. What if they were presented with another manual? Not the one that's giving them instructions, not the rape kits, not that little kit that's, you know, giving them the morning after pill and all that stuff. But they were presented with another manual, a warning manual, one that tips them off to what's in store for them. One who connects the dots and tells them exactly what they can expect when they get here. How many of them do you think might, well, reconsider their decision? I have a plan, folks. But... In this case, I need your help. I need to get in touch with Michael Yon. Now, for those who don't know, Michael Yon is the guy that visits Panama and films these people by the thousands. He travels all over the world. Okay, he uh, he's he's busted on film. He's busted Mayorkas. Mayorkas knows exactly what's going on. He's a lying sack of you know what. But I need to collaborate with Michael because he's been down there. And is, you know, witnessing this stuff outside of this country. I need to collaborate with Michael as he may just very well have the connections to help me implement this. So I want you guys to call into uh, you guys that call into my show and other people. I want you to call in to the shows that have him on as a guest because I I've, I've got I've, I've subscribed to him. I've gone on his website. I can't find any contact information on this guy, but. Uh, Alex Jones has it. Mike Adams has it. If you guys call into a show, try to get Michael Yon's contact information so I can get in touch with him. As I said, I've I've tried, uh, but I cannot seem to secure his info, and neither Jones or Adams will give me the time of day. So I would appreciate that. If you can do that, that would be great. I would love to have a conversation with Michael Yon because, you know, he could tell me exactly what's going on, where they receive the wristbands, I'm sure. Uh, uh, you know, where where the inception of that would be. And I'll tell you what, folks, I'll get on a jet and fly down there. I'm not afraid to do that. I will, And I will put together the manual myself because I know exactly what to put in it. Every warning that they can put up because what I'm seeing happen here, what's going, 85,000 children are missing. Your guess is as good as mine. Make your, you know, look, <laughs> speculate. Where did they go? Second hour coming up. Phone lines are open. 512-248-8252. Give me a call. Let me know what you think. Be right back. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. 
Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. You can't handle the truth! You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit RepublicBroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.